sizing up bonds in this week's edition of the fastest four minutes in finance. Hello again, I'm Scott Inman. Well, when it comes to investing, the focus of the fastest four is most often on stocks, and rightfully so. We believe in equities as a great long-term investment to help people reach true financial independence. But this week, we are focusing on fixed income, and it's been a rocky road for bonds over the past two years. A rapid rate-hiking cycle by the Federal Reserve has been bad for fixed income. Now, that may seem like it doesn't make sense, right? If interest rates on debt are higher, wouldn't bonds do better? And if we solely focused on bond yields, that would be true. As interest rates rise, new bond issues would have a higher yield. But the reverse is true for bond prices in a rising rate environment. Think of it as a teeter-totter effect. If you own a bond with a 3% coupon or yield and interest rates rise to 4% for new bonds, if you wanted to sell your 3% bond, you would have to sell it at a discount, meaning the bond price is less than what you paid for it. The opposite is true in a decreasing interest rate environment. Your 3% bond is worth more if rates are 2%. So as the Federal Reserve hikes interest rates rapidly over the past year and a half, bond prices are pummeled. But now, many experts believe the Fed is finished raising rates. And if that's true, the bond outlook is a lot more favorable, especially when interest rates fall again. In fact, our partners at LPL Research put some numbers together for us that show us the hypothetical returns for major bond indices based on various interest rate scenarios. Take a look at this chart. You can see in that middle column that even if rates hold steady over the next 12 months, which we believe is very possible, bond returns could be in the mid-single digits. But to the left of that column, look at what the returns could look like with even a half-point or full-point drop in Treasury yields. Those are stock-like returns for bonds. Again, a reminder this is hypothetical. Big institutional investors may be poised to flock to fixed income again, too, According to J.P. Morgan, 45% of buyers of investment-grade corporate debt are domestic institutional investors. Pension fund investors are a large segment of that. And for years, we've been reading about pensions being underfunded. In fact, this chart shows the minimum 100 pension index. You can see pensions had been underfunded since 2007. There's a large reason why so many pension funds were offering lump sum buyouts to participants. Funds wanted the liabilities off the books. But as the rate hiking cycle took hold, pension funds have now become slightly overfunded. LPL research tells us that now plans are running surpluses. And since that's happening, they have become net sellers of equities and buyers of corporate bonds because they don't need to take on as much risk. This could help support bond prices as well. Bottom line is that the outlook for fixed income is more favorable than it's been in a long time and its role in a diversified portfolio may pack more punch in the next few years. We still believe in equities for the long term, and that includes for people in retirement. But with fewer challenges in the bond market, it might be worth a second look at your portfolio. Thanks for listening. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and GenWealth Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial.